Welcome to the Mental Health Initiative podcast, the podcast where two wellness counselors from high schools in Southeast Michigan come together to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies to navigate the world of virtual learning during the time of COVID. Now, without further ado, let's get to the show with Monica and Cherie. Hello, welcome to the Mental Health Initiative podcast. I'm Monica Fugetti. I'm Cherie Wilson, and this is episode three. Mm-hmm. So last time we talked some more about anxiety and, and asking yourself if this is danger or discomfort. And if it is discomfort, then we just have to sit with it. Notice that and sit with it. Um, one way that you can do that is by using mindfulness techniques. Yeah, so mindfulness is not a new concept. Uh, it's come into its own in the last couple of years, though. It seems to be like a hot topic, but it's been used forever as a way to manage anxiety. And in fact, the research t- tells us that mindfulness is one of the best ways to manage anxiety. And the reason that is, is because like Cherie has mentioned in past episodes, anxiety is this fear of the future. And when you're always thinking about the future, you, you're you never thinking about what's happening in the here and now. So mindfulness brings you back to center and anxiety has no place in the center. It wants to be in the peripheral and looking out at the future and all of the things that might go wrong. So practicing mindfulness is really, really an effective tool and it, it can seem overwhelming but it doesn't have to. We'll give you some really easy ways to start the process of mindfulness. Uh, But in a nutshell, it's just noticing. Yeah, it's about being in the present, like you were saying. And one way of being in the present could be noticing the, the sensations going on in your body. Yeah. Right? So noticing... So, what your hands are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like so, what, it, how, you know, what are you doing with your feet? Yeah. What, what, how are you sitting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And feeling like feeling what it feels like to sit on the chair and how the, how the ground feels on your feet mm-hmm. and body scan would be a good way to do that too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like just kind of going from your head all the way down to your toes and feeling, um, just noticing what's happening are your thoughts racing? Do you feel like your jaws clenching? Are your muscles in your shoulders tight? Do you feel like you have butterflies? Like for me, my anxiety manifests in the turn in the way of feeling like I have a zoo of butterflies in my stomach and then my mouth gets numb and then I get dizzy. So yeah. the butterfly is the very first sign that I get. So when I notice that I have the butterflies, I'm like, uh-oh, better survey what's happening. Right. I think for me, I would be the person who feels it in their neck and shoulders and is tightening up. And I, I do notice I will clench my jaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So that's really what mindfulness is. Mm-hmm. It's just noticing. It's right? just noticing. Right. Here are some really, I don't know, they're kind of cheesy, I guess, but they're simple because if you, if you're not used to doing mindfulness, you kind of have to start in kindergarten. Right. So one way to do this is mindful eating. And what, what you do is basically, so say you have, you're eating a steak. So you pick up the fork and the knife and you feel the pressure of the fork and the knife on, in your hands. What's the texture? Is it heavy? And then you 
you notice how it, the pressure feels as you start to cut the knife. And, and I'm actually doing it like I'm cutting a knife yeah, right now. Cutting the steak. Cutting, the, <laughs> cutting steak. the steak. And then how it feels for the fork to go into the steak. Like, do you notice like the steak is the, if it's medium rare, it probably has a little bit of bounce. <laughs> and then you, you, you notice how it feels in your mouth as you chew it, how it feels swallowing it. All the process of going from start to finish is mindful eating. And we'll challenge you to do that because, and you can do it like mindful toothbrushing. You can do that mindful, like mm -hmm. simple things, but we challenge you to try to do that. And we would like to hear from you if whether you are uh, noticing anything else, because our guess is that you're not noticing anything else when you're just mindful of what is actually happening in present moment. Yeah. It's almost like you're paying attention to the details. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Not just how the steak tastes, but how does it feel on mm -hmm. my tongue? How does it feel on my jaw when I'm chewing it? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's so important when you're looking at anxiety too, because you don't want to just notice the fear. Mm -hmm. You want to notice what the fear does to your body. You want to notice what it does to your actions, what it does to your emotions. And if you begin to be mindful of how your body reacts, because your body usually knows you're anxious before your mind catches up. So your body's going to give you signals. And mindfulness is a practice. Yes. So, you know, you can start practicing mindfulness when you're not feeling anxiety. You know, maybe you're having dinner or maybe you're out for a walk. You can also use mindfulness to notice your surroundings, you know, like how many trees do you see? What kind are there? Mm -hmm. Are there other people outside? What does the sidewalk feel like on your feet? Mm -hmm. And you can practice it. And I think if, I think sometimes if you practice it when you're not feeling anxious, it can be easier to use when you are feeling anxious. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great point. In fact, I think we could probably argue that all of these tips and tools that we give you are going to become more of a habit when you use them when you're not anxious. Because again, like when you're anxious, you've got like that part of your brain that is like, we got to go, we got to go. There's something dangerous happening. So it's very difficult to access any of these tools when you're in the state of anxiety. Mm -hmm. So practicing them before you're in that state and when you're just in a calm, happy place, you'll start to learn more. So what I do when I'm having a, like a Zoom call, Zoom meetings, <laughs> we all know what those are like, is um, I, I always have a seat so I can see out the window. And every so often, I just kind of look out the window and mm -hmm. I notice the weather. Is the sun shining? Mm -hmm. You know, does it look windy? What do I think the temperature is like out there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wish <laughs> I was out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe it's raining. Um, mm -hmm. Is there thunder? But you just kind of using your surroundings to just kind of take a minute and be in the present. Yeah. Be there in your house looking out. And, and, and that, I don't know, I found that helps me. And I think that's great tools. And it's also a really great segue into our next episode when we'll be talking about Zoom fatigue. All right. So uh, <laughs> unless you had anything else to say, I kind of just cut them. I'm like, I'm no. done. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if you're interested in learning more about mindfulness, I think there's many, many to tools available, mm -hmm. including some really great apps uh, yeah. out there. Mm -hmm. Like calm, headspace. Yeah, those are all. Those good. are good meditation, but 
mindfulness, no, but you can use, there's plenty of them that have mindfulness tools in there that mm-hmm. ask and, and really meditation is a form of mindfulness. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so we will, um, we'll get some more resources for you and we'll figure out a way to link it to somewhere. I don't know. We're new at this, but we'll figure it out and get those resources to you. But tune in next week as we talk about zoom fatigue, because we all know you're feeling it. All right. Hope to see you then. All right. Have a good one guys. Bye.